Okay, so tonight's staff is Pei Beis. We begin on Pei Aleph, Amad Aleph, 15 lines down from the top. Okay, so the Gemara now is trying to understand the sheet of Rabbi Yechanan. The Gemara says like this, Mimanu Shach, Rabbi Yechanan holds that a Zav who sees on his seventh day is Metame Lamafreya, right? This Tumma of Mishkav and Maishab, right? By sitting on something. We say that if he sees, so remember, he's trying to wait seven days in order to be Tahar. Now, if on the seventh day he sees, we say that that means Lamafreya, he was Tavi all along. Then I feel a cool who nistar. Then it should it should it should remove everything. And ikasavim mikanu labahu mitame. And if he holds that the zav is only mitame things that he sits on from that point forward that he sees, then yoyimanami loy nistar. He shouldn't cancel even that day. In other words, the gemara's kasha is why according to Rabbi Yochanan does he just lose the seventh day? Either he should lose all seven days and have to start again from day one, or if it's mikanu laba, which means from that point forward, then at most. He, that day should count, right? Because he already started that day, and um, and therefore it shouldn't cancel that day. So the Gemara said he shouldn't lose what he did what he did that morning. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, change what Rabbi Yochanan said. Rabbi Yochanan said that Lo doesn't even cancel that day, meaning that the Tuma goes from that point onward, but it doesn't go backwards to earlier that day. So the Gemara says, but but Rabbi Yishia said to him, he said, Rabbi Yishia holds like you. In other words, he said to Rabbi Yishia, Rabbi Yishia holds like you. So Rabbi Yishia said that the carbon Pesach that a Zav brings on his seventh day is kosher, even if he saw subsequently. So what does that mean he holds? He holds that the Tum is only from that point onward. So Gemara says, Rabbi Yishia, but if Rabbi Yishia and Rabbi Yishia are the same, the problem is going to be like this. But Rabbi Yishia said that a Zav and a Zava are metameh lemafreya, I how could so then how could Rabbi Yishi say that Rabbi Yishi holds Tumas only from that point forward? If Rabbi Yishi clearly said that the Tuma goes to Mafreya, uh, so the Gemara says now have a raya that the Tuma is only midrabanon. That that Tuma is only midrabanon, but midaraisa if the Tuma only is from that point forward, Shmamino the Gemara has a good raya. Okay, now the Gemara says like this. Going back to Tumas Tumas right? Tumas Tahoim is Tuma that nobody knew. Was there, and you stepped on it, or you crossed over it, and you didn't know it was there. Well, Rabbi Yossi, now that we said that a Zavu sees on their last day, is Mitami only from that point forward, Midaraisa, then Lameis, Bilvad Lamutemai. When the Brisa says that the Tomas Tahoim is only Lameis Bilvad, what's it excluding, right? So again, we're going back to that previous Kasha, which is what is Tomas Tahoim excluding? Thomas Tahoim has to be excluding something. So what is it excluding? Nivshemino de Bekoyin. So right, so the Gemara tried to say that maybe it was Thomas Sharetz. We said no. Then we said maybe it's Thomas Zav, and we just fell off that that can't be the case. So Elamai what? Nivshemine, because we see now that those Thomas are not going to impact the carbon anyway. So the Gemara says, oh, so Nivshemino de Bekoyin. That Thomas Tahoim by a Koyin. So in other words, that the, the Bryce is telling you that if the Koyin was doing the Avoid at Thomas Tahoim, then like Thomas Tahoim. And that uh, we have a raya from there that Thomas Tahoim is mutter for a Koyin. If a Koyin now, so now we're not talking about the owner, we're not talking about the Bailam, we fell off of it, we're not talking about the Bailam. We're talking about the Koyin himself. If the Koyin himself was Metame through this Thomas Tahoim, then it's going to be mutter for him to bring the carbon. So Amri, they said, No, really, Rabbi Yaisi, according to Rabbi Yaisi, the Bryce is talking about the owner, like we thought. It's the owner that became Metame. And it is talking about the carbon Pesach. Uh, 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 so then what is he excluding? If it's Tamei Mace, 
If Tamei Meis works, so what's it excluding? It's excluding Tamei Sheretz. Because Rabbi Yossi holds his own shita that for Tumah Sheretz you're not going to throw, and therefore he had to exclude the Sheretz of a Tumah Tahoim. Right? The case of Sheretz from Tumah Tahoim. Because normally you wouldn't do the Zerika for, for a Sheretz, and yet for Tumah Tahoim of a Sheretz you would. Right? So the original problem with saying Sheretz was that why do you have to exclude Tumah Tahoim of a Sheretz that the Baalim could still bring the carbon Pesach, even if you know, now forget Tumah Tahoim, a Tumah that you know, a Tumah Yadua of Sheretz, you would be able to bring the carbon Pesach. Gemara says, according to Rabbi Yossi, no. A Tumah Yadua of Sheretz you would not bring. Therefore, it has to tell you, but a Tumah Stahoim of Sheretz you would bring. Okay, so Gemara now says, El Rabbi Yossi, but according to Rabbi Yossi, Zavah Gemura Hechim So Gemara now just wants to know a practical case. How do you ever have a woman become a complete Zavah? Right? Because what's the problem? The problem is like this. If we say, Miktasayam Kekulai, and you need three consecutive days, so you know what's going to happen. On day one, she sees. Okay? So she's a Zav. Now, in order, Azava. Now, in order to be a Zava Gedal, you need three consecutive days. Well, she sees on Sunday, Sunday, middle of the day. Well, guess what? Monday morning, the minute she wakes up, she didn't see yet. So when she sees later on Monday afternoon, that doesn't connect to Sunday. It's a, new, it's a new count. So you can never get to the count of three because every time you get to the next morning, you start from zero. So the Gemara says, So one answer is that it's flowing straight for three days. She never stops. So obviously, if she starts Sunday evening and goes all the way until Tuesday morning straight flowing, that's three consecutive days. No, there were two consecutive days where she saw Ben So she saw Sunday evening Ben into Monday. So there was no mix of Monday because the moment Monday started, she was, she was flowing. So Sunday and Monday is now two. And then what are you going to say? Mix on Tuesday? That Tuesday, the moment Tuesday starts, if she doesn't see, she's going to be Tahar. Okay, but then she sees Monday into Tuesday, Monday evening into Tuesday night. I'm sorry, Monday evening into Tuesday, right? Tuesday meaning the night of Tuesday, which comes before the day. She sees the second period of Benishmashas. So those two periods of Benishmashas are going to make Sunday connect to Monday and Monday connect to Tuesday. And therefore, there's not going to be any mixes Yom Kikula that's going to interrupt us. Bye, Rabbi Yosef. Yosef has a kasha. Kainam eratsa betamid. If you have a kayin who's, uh, uh, um, who's bringing the carbon tamid, okay? He's the guy who's doing the avoidah. So we want to know, does the halach of Thomas Tahoim matter it for him as well, right? In other words, we already said that Thomas Tahoim for, for, for Karm Pesach is Tahar. But does it also extend to a case of, of Tamid as well? So when it says like this, in Tim Sulema, Kainam Ratz, and Bekarbanai saying, if you're going to tell me that a Kayin who's doing the Avoid of a Nazir and Pesach, Hutrulay Thomas Tahoim, Thomas Tahoim there was Matir, we said that that for him, a Kayin in such a case would be okay. Kainam Ratz, Bekarbanai, okay, but what about a Karm Tamid? Me, I mean, do we say like this? Here's the two, here's the Tzadim. Ki Gemiri Thomas Tahoim Bepesach, when do we say that Thomas Tahoim? Works by a carbon, that's only by a carbon pesach, but betamid like miri. But we never learned such a halacha that Thomas Tahoim is okay by a tamid. Oi, Dilma, or maybe Yalif tamid mi pesach. No, maybe we should learn tamid from pesach that both are, are that Thomas Tahoim of both is going to be if even in a place where Tomi Yadu is not permitted, Thomas Tahoim is permitted, right? By Karban Pesach. If you know your Tommy, you can't bring a Karban Pesach. If you know by a Nazir that your Tommy, you can't bring a, a Karban for a Nazir. But if it's a Thomas Tahoim, it's Mutter. So Makam Tomi Yadua, then in a place like the Karban Tamid, where if all of Klai Yisrael is Tommy, you still bring it, then then certainly Thomas Tahoim should be Mutter. Okay? So therefore, the Gemara is saying now that in a that basically carbon tamid is more mako than than the other two because even if you know that there's a tamid you would still bring it. 
right, if you have no tahar kain to bring it, you still bring the carbon tamid with a tamid kain. So since that's more mekel than the carbon pesach and the carbon nazir, therefore, certainly Thomas time would be mutter. Amri, they said, do we make a kavachemer from Allah? In other words, the, the starting point that Tumas Tahoim does not impact a carbon Pesach and a carbon Nazir is a Halach HaMashmi Sinai. Well, who says you can make a kavachemer from Allah HaMashmi Sinai? Halach HaMashmi Sinai basically is, there's no logic. Moshe came down from Sinai and said, this is the Allah. So you don't have a right to start comparing that and, and applying that to other cases. And Vatanya, we see from a Abraisa that, 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 that you don't make kavachemers from Halach HaMashmi Sinai because over there, Amalei Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Lezer said to Rebbe Akiva, he said, Akiva, Etzim kisayra halacha. The halacha that a nazir is is tame from a etzem from a bone the size of a barley corn. That's halacha moshmi sinai. So Rabbi Akiva wanted to say, well, also if a nazir comes in contact with a revias dam, it also forfeits his naziras. So frakt Rebbe Lezer, but you can't make a kavachaymer from revias dam because etzem kisayra is halacha moshmi sinai. So revias dam kavachaymer, you're going to make a kavachaymer. Uh, um, on that, uh, and apply it to Revias Dam, being done in Kavachaymer, Me'alacha. You don't make Kavachaymer, so Alacha Moshmi Sinai. So that's the Gemara's Kasha. So how can you sit here and make a Kavachaymer from Pesach to Tamid when the whole Halacha of Pesach itself is a Halacha Moshmi Sinai? El Amarava, Rava says, you're right. Yalif Mayada Imada Mi Pesach. It's Xer Shavah. It says Mayada Be Pesach. It says Mayada Be Kavan Tamid. So based on Xer Shavah, we are allowed to um, apply the Halacha from one to the other. How do you even know the whole concept of Tomas Tahim? Am Rebelazar, Rebelazar says, Amakra, because the Pasuk says, right? It says about a Nazir, if the mace dies on him suddenly, a right? That if he dies on him suddenly, but it says a love on him, so it means that the Toma is known to him, right? It's something that he can easily tell happened. So that's the source for Nazir. So in other words, that you see that Lacha, that Thomas Tahim applies by Kaman Pesach, but uh, by, I'm sorry, that you see that Thomas Tahim applies by a Nazir, but Pesach how do you know that Thomas Tahim also applies to a carbon Pesach, that it's Mutter? Because the Pesach says that that it says regarding someone who's who's eligible for Pesach Sheni, if he's if he says Ish Ish Kiyeh Tamei Lenefesh, Oi B'derech Mechoykel Lachem. So again, it says a lashon of lachem b'mechuveres lachem. It means it has to be something that is readily apparent. No, the the, the drasha is from the word. It says kiderech, like a road. Maderech begali, just like a road is open and apparent to everyone. Aftomanami begali. So to the case of tamein lenefesh has to be apparent, and therefore tomas tahoyim, which is not apparent, would not be would not disqualify you from the carbon pesach. Meisrei had a kasha. Because it says in a Braisa, is Thomas Taim, what is Thomas Taim? Any Toma that no one in any part of the world is aware of, right? So the classic example is an avalanche. Someone is buried under an avalanche. Nobody knows that where the guy that the guy is buried over here. So there's not one person on the world that knows that he's buried here under this avalanche. However, but if even one person was aware of it. So in other words, let's say there was a kever here, and then people just moved away. But they're living in other parts of the world. So when you came here, you don't know. And if you ask people in this neighborhood, they don't remember that there's a grave there. But there are people that moved away that do remember there's a grave there. That ain't at Thomas time. That's not going to be Thomas time. Rebbe Lezer, Dama Mechavar Salav. According to Rebbe Lezer, said that the Pasuk, um, 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 the Pasuk said Lachem, right? So Lachem means, uh, um, so Lachem means uh, not you. Just make sure I'm saying this. So we're talking about the Pasuk by Nazir. So the Pasuk says by Nazir, a love. So the Amma Mechaveres love it means that it has to be known to him. Adi 
It means only until the Nazir is aware of it, but other people, whether they are or aren't aware, is not a factor. And the Rabbi Yechon Adam Lachem Lachem. And of course, Rabbi Yechon learns the drasha of Lachem that the Toma has to be only apparent. Toma's time is, is excluded because it's not apparent Lachem to you. Lachem is two people. So as, uh, until at least two people know of it, then it's going to be uh, um, um, excluded. And Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, according to Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, who said it has to be like a road, it means until the whole world knows about it. In other words, based on the way that these people dash in the Pasuk, Thomas Tahoim is a lot broader than you made it. The Brises seem to say that Thomas Tahoim is very narrow. Nobody in the world can know about it. But based on the way they're learning, it's possible maybe one person knows about it, maybe two people know about it, maybe everybody needs to know about it before it's not Thomas Tahoim. So Gemara says, Ella, Thomas Tahoim, El Chasagamirale, really, Thomas Tahoim is a halach lamash misinai, ukras machtav alma, and the psukim that the Amirayim used were only an asmachta, right? They were only support but really, the Allah Moshe Sinai is the way it is that it's nobody in the world is allowed to know that, it, I'm sorry, nobody not allowed to know. Nobody in the world knows, practically speaking, that there is a dead body here. Okay. They only taught this case that the tzitz is miratzeh for Naziris and carbon Pesach when there's Thomas Tahoim only b'dievet. So that when the blood was thrown, it was thrown properly. But if the if you know beforehand that the guy was Metami Thomas the tzitz is not going to work. I have a problem with that. The Brayser says, Somebody is crossing a road and we find afterwards that there's a corpse so that it's not possible. So you cross the road, okay? And lying across the road is, so it's a narrow road, and there's, we find afterwards there's a dead body. The dead body is taking up the entire, he's buried across the entire road. It's not possible that you cross the road without crossing the dead guy. So Gemara says, Latruma Tame, regarding Tome, he's gonna regarding Truma, he's gonna be Tame. But Lenazir Vaisa Pesach Tar, regarding Nazir and Pesach, he's gonna be Tar. Now every time we say that someone is Tar or Tame, he's talking about his status in the future. So what do you see here? That even though someone it becomes known what that this guy was Tame through Thomas Tahim, the Avoida is allowed to go weiter. So the point is here that since the Brysa says Tahar, Tar means that he's good to go. That he doesn't have to worry. It doesn't, it doesn't say that the Pesach is is um, kosher, right? Or like, or like, um, it's 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 not possible, right? It's kosher. It doesn't say that. It says tar, like it's completely good, like there's no issue. So that seems to be not like he said that it only only works with the evidence. You're right. If Ravashi, if Mar Baravashi said anything, this is what he said. Don't say it's only where he became aware of the Thomas time after the. Zrika was already done that the tzitz is miratza. But if he became aware of it before, it's not going to help. Even if he became aware of the tumma before the, the zrika was thrown, the dam was the zrika was done. The tzitz is still going to be miratza. Okay, gufa. If we find a mace is lying crosswise across the road, and it's not possible that you cross the road without crossing over the dead guy. Right? Again, just repeat. But Medvar Mamurim, now the Bryce says, when do, we, when, when do we say that he's for sure Tamei? She'en le'makam lavar. Where it was impossible for you to pass this road without crossing the guy. In other words, the guy is intact, he's whole, it's one long body, and there's no way, and he takes up the entire road. Avo yesh But let's say he takes up only 90% of the road, but there's a small area where it's possible, where he doesn't take up, and in theory, you don't remember this, but in theory, it's possible that you crossed at that 10% of the road where he's not buried. Then even regarding Truma, you're going to be tar. But Medvar when do we say That's only when you found the corpse whole. But if it was broken or dismembered, again, it's not consecutive 
and taking up the whole space, but it's in it's in it's in um 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 uh, parts. So Torah, it's not all connected. And Torah, you could be Torah because we'll say Shema Bein Aprokam Over. You passed in between these parts. Ubakever. But if it's talking about a tomb, then Afilu Meshubar Mefarek Tami. Then even if it's dismembered and in different and in broken up in parts, it's still going to be Tami because Shakever Mitzarfa. Because when someone's buried in a in a tomb or in a grave, the whole grave is Mitzarif into one. Every part of the grave gives off Toma. So even if there's not actually dead body in that on the section that you crossed, but since the grave is over the section that you cross, therefore you're going to be Tamei. Medvar Mamurim, when do we say this? Mahach Baragav, that's only when we're going by foot. Avotan Oirachav Tamei. But if you were carrying something on your back, or you were riding on an animal, then you're going to be Tamei Lefi Shemahalik Baragav, because when you go by foot, it's possible that you walk upright, so you step through where this guy is not, and you don't form an oil over the parts where he is, right? We're talking about where he takes up, let's say, 90% of the road. So it's possible when you walked over the 10%, you didn't make an oil over the other 90. However, because you're able to stand up, you're not carrying a heavy package. But if you're riding, or you're carrying a bundle where you bent over, it's impossible that you didn't bend over in some way, and or, or your load bent or was 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 mahil was a oil over the dead body and therefore for sure you're going to be tired. when do we say this Batumas time only by tomb of the deep but if there was a known tomb people knew that this guy was buried there by the road tame you're going to be tame ve ezay tomas tom what tomas tom kach nobody in the world is aware of it aval hikaba echbasavalam but if even one person is aware of it ends tomas time that's not tomas time okay but sorry tamon bitaven bafor bitsrivers let's say you found the tomb Buried under straw, under earth, or under some sorrows, some pebbles. Here is a Thomas time. That's Thomas time, right? Because there, it's possible that it fell on him without anyone being aware of it, right? Similar, think of an avalanche, right? Where the earth, the pebbles, the straw fell on the guy and buried him and killed him without anyone knowing about it. But Bamayim, but if he's in water, Bafel, or in darkness, Benikike Aslaim, or inside a boulder, in, in the crevices, inside boulders, ends at Thomas time. That's not Thomas time, because the only reason you can't see it is because maybe it's dark in there, or it's it's um it's enclosed sl- slightly like in the boulders it's in a crack a crevice in the boulder but if someone would take a flashlight or somebody would look closer they would see it that ain't a Thomas time that's not Thomas time because there it's exposed it just happens to be dark or you didn't look you can't look careful enough but they said only Thomas time only regarding the maze and not Ziva or Sheretz. okay next Mishnah let's say the whole part of the carbon became tame. Or even the, the most of the carbon became tummy. You burn it in front of the bira with wood that came from the mezbeach. What happens if only a small piece of your carbon became tummy? Or you have noisar, right after the night of the Seder, you have noisar. You could use your own wood. If you bury it in your backyard or in your rooftop, now again, you're in Yerushalayim. So anywhere in Yerushalayim, you can burn it. Had Saikonin, the miserly, the stingy people, they would bring it back to the Azara to burn it there. Because they didn't want to spend their money on their own wood. And so therefore they would travel all the way back to the Azara to burn it, using funds, using wood that belonged to the um, to the Mizbech. My time, what's the reason that you burn it? We want to embarrass people. We want people to see that this guy uh, allowed it to become tummy. He wasn't careful enough. We assume that he was negligent, and therefore we make him bury it in front of the bira so that it make basically make it make a public statement about it. Then the Mishnah said, "Nimma that if only a small part of it 
uh, became Tommy, then you could burn it using your own wood. Uraminua, but I'll ask you a steer from a Mishnah. The Mishnah said, If somebody left you and remembered that he had Besar Kodesh with him, Im Avartsaifim. So he said, if he passed this place, Saifim, where you, by Saifim is the last place you could still see Yerushalayim from there. So if he already passed that place, then Saifim been coming. You don't have to travel all the way back to Yerushalayim, you just burn it wherever you are. But Vimlav, if you didn't pass Saifim yet, you're still within the vicinity of Yerushalayim, then Chayzi, you go back to Yerushalayim. And you go and you burn it from the Mizbeach. Now over there, it's even as small as a Kazayis. What do we see? That even if a Kazayis became possible, you burn it. Our Mishnah said that if as something, as a piece as small as a Kazayis, you could burn it in your, backyard, in your rooftop or in your backyard. So yet here, that Mishnah says that even if you carried outside of Yushalayim, you, you made possible meat small as a Kazayis, you have to bring it all the way back to the it depends. If you're a visitor and you don't have a backyard and you don't have wood to go and do it in, so then you could travel back to the Azara. But if you're a Balabais, you have a place, you have an apartment there, so then go to your own house. Why do you have to go all the way to the Azara to burn it? Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa says a different territory. We're both dealing with a guest, a visitor to Shalayim. It depends if he already went home, on the way home, so we don't make him go back. We, uh, so then we don't make him go all the way to, um, uh, uh, um, uh, so you, you you could just go to the Yazara and and um, and and use the wood that's coming off the Mizbeach. You don't have to go, we don't trouble you to go and figure out where you're going to make a pile and where you're going to get wood from. Just go to the Yazara and let them deal with it. But you didn't yet set out on the road, which means you weren't like totally on your way home. So then in such a case, we, we, we trouble you. We say you didn't leave Yerushalayim yet anyway. Spend a few extra minutes, figure out Whose backyard you're going to use and where you're going to get wood from? No, really, it's like we said originally. The nafkamina is whether you're a visitor or you're a resident of Yushalayim. Even though you didn't yet leave, you could still use the wood from the Mizbeach. A guest came into Leslie. Since he doesn't have his own wood, he's going to have to go and figure and schnar from someone else. So we treat him like uh, like with the stingy people. We say, you know what? Instead of you schnaring from them, go to the Azara and let them burn it in the Azara. The Tanakas, we learned in the Mishnah, it's like, right? The stingy people would go anyway to the Azara to benefit from the Mizbeach. So a guest, we don't say you go and schnar from someone else some wood. Just go to the Azara and let them take care of it. If they came to burn it in their own courtyard with wood that came from the Mizbech, in Shemilai. So they basically they say, we want to we give us wood, that's Hegdish wood, and we want to burn it in our backyard, we don't let them. Why? If they are, uh, uh, because we, we're worried that, that they may come to misuse ex, some of that extra wood. If they are, and similarly, let's say they bring their own wood. And they want to use their own wood in the Azara. In Shemalem, we don't listen to them. Why? Again, because if there's leftover wood, they're going to take it home. Frek the Gemara, who cares if there's leftover wood? Let them take it home. It's not Hegdish wood. Only the wood that was used is Hegdish. But the wood that's their personal wood that they happen to walk into the Azara with, they can bring it home. So that's the Gemara's Kasha. I understand if you're going to borrow wood, not borrow, but if you're going to take wood that's Hegdish wood from the Azar and you're going to bring it to your own backyard, we don't let you. Why? Because you might have some left over and then you're making a barbecue for your friends next week and you're going to use the Hegdish wood for that. You're going to mess up. But if you're bringing your own wood and you're going to use what you need to burn the the apostle carbon and then the rest you're going to bring home. Who cares? My my What's the problem? It's It's... it's it's um it's chulin anyway. We don't want to embarrass people who don't have their own wood. There are going to be people that don't have their own wood, and therefore we don't let you bring your own wood even if you have it. Rava Amar, no, people are going to be suspicious. You're leaving the Azara with wood. It looks like you're 
you're you're um, you're stealing from the from from the uh, gizbar, right, from the treasury, and therefore we don't let you take your own wood home from the azara. Maybe now what's enough between the two cases? If you have a type of fuel that you would not be would not be maintained by the gizbar anyway, right? They only used planks of wood. They didn't use branches or reeds to burn on the Mizbeach. So if you came and your fuel was reeds or branches, according to the Mandiyamar of a Cheshad, there's no Cheshad here. Let, let him go home with his, with his extra reed and, and branches because no one's going to have a Cheshad that he stole that from the base of English. But according to one, it's a matter of embarrassment. There's still a matter of embarrassment. There are people that don't have branches and dry reeds. And so therefore, uh, uh, um, you wouldn't be allowed to do it. So the Gemara says, uh, right? The Nafkamina is that since these are not fit for burning, there's no Cheshash, there's no Cheshad in this case. Okay, Tananos, we learned in the Mishnah. Reish HaMaimid, the guy who is the head of the Maimid, right? In other words, the guy who was in charge that week that represented Klai Yisrael for the Karban Tamid. Hayu Ma'amid as a and Al-Sha'amid, he would take all the Kohanim that became Tamid and make them stand at the eastern gate of the Harabayas. My time of why? Right, these Kohanim were Tamid, so they couldn't serve in the, in the Avoida. So therefore, he made them stand at the eastern gate. So why? Again, the idea is that they allowed themselves to become Tame, they weren't careful, and therefore we're going to embarrass them. Make them stand and let everyone see. Rava Amar, Rava says, no, there's going to be Cheshad again. What's the Cheshad in this case? The Cheshad is that if the Kayan is not there doing the Avoid and it's his week, people are going to suspect that he had a good business opportunity and he said, you know what? Forget the Avoida, I'll go and deal with my business opportunity. A guy called me, he has a good stock tip, I better go and trade that stock quickly and forget about doing the Avoida. So people are going to suspect him of not being there, so therefore we make him stand by the Shah Mizrach so everyone could see that he didn't play hooky. My Benai, what's an Afkamina? Somebody who lives it up, right? He has millions in the bank, he doesn't work. So he, he's not there, no one's going, everyone's, no one's going to think that he is working because he doesn't work and therefore he, he doesn't have to stand by the Eastern Gate, according to Rava, who says it's a problem of Cheshad, because no one's going to be Cheshashim. Inami the Kagadol Vishishura. Or he does a very low type of work, which the Murray here says braids ropes for a living, but basically he's a minimum wage guy, so it's not like he's got better business opportunities out there. And therefore, again, there's going to be no Cheshash, so such a guy would not need to stand, according to Rava at least, would not need to stand by the Shah Mizrach. Okay, next Mishnah. Pesach that was taken out of Yerushalayim, or it became Tameh on Erev Pesach. Yitzarif Miyad, you burn it right away. Why? Because here there's a psul begufai. Okay? If the owners died or became tummy, where now it's a psul from outside, it's coming from outside, to ubat sarasa. Then you have to wait until, you have to leave it over for a couple days until the appearance changes, and then it doesn't look so nice, and then you could burn it. So then you burn it on the 16th. No, even this case, you burn it right away. Because it has nobody to eat it, and therefore, the Gemara is going to explain. Uh, how what Rabbi Yechonon Bebreka, why Rabbi Yechonon Bebreka holds that even in that case you burn it right away, where it's a psul, not begufai, but a psul coming from outside. Shmuel says like this: Bishlam atamei. I understand if the carbon became tummy, why you have to burn it? Kuksiv va'basar sheyiga b'chol tamei loyachem beishisarif. Says the meat that touches anything tamei, you're not allowed to eat it, and you have to burn it in fire. Eliyot say, but if the meat was taken out of the of Yerushalayim, Minolan, how do you know that you have to burn it? Dixiv, because it says like this, this is when Moshe and Aaron are talking. Now, what happened was on the day, on the eighth day of the Mishkan, right, what happened was, Nadav and Aviyah went to bring their carbon, and they died. Now, Aaron and his sons still had to finish the bringing the carbonus of that day. And what happened was, there was a chatas that they brought, but because they were Oinanim, they didn't want to eat it, so they burnt the meat of the chatas. Now, when Moshe found out that he didn't eat the meat of the chatas, he got upset at them. 
And he asks Aaron, he starts questioning Aaron, why did you burn this? So Gemara now is going to go through the whole Shakavatari of what Moshe was asking Aaron. So, so over there, Moshe says to Aaron, why did you burn the meat of the Chattas? You didn't bring the blood into the Kodesh, meaning had you walked with the blood of this Chattas into the Kodesh, then you're right. Then a carbon that's supposed to be brought on the Mizbech outside, and you bring the blood inside instead, such a carbon needs to be burnt. But uh, so, this is what Moshe said to Aaron, why did you and your sons not eat the Chattas? Maybe it's because in, instead of throwing the blood on the Mizbech HaChitzah and you brought it into the Kodesh Kedoshim, so Amaloi, Aaron said, love, no, I didn't. Amaloi, so Moshe said, oh, maybe this is why you burnt it. Maybe you took it out of its Mechitzah, maybe you left the Azara with the meat. Amaloi, he said, no, love, but Kodesh no, the meat was in the Kodesh the entire time, the Azara the entire time. Amaloi, Iba Kodesh so who was in the Kodesh? The Hainloi, who is Dama, El Kodesh Penima. So this is how the Pasuk explains what Moshe was saying. The blood, first of all, was not brought into the Kodesh Kedashim, and Penima, it didn't leave the Azara either. So so why didn't you eat it? So Michlal, from Moshe's kasha, or Moshe's questioning, it's, it's mashma, that the Inafka, had the meat left the Azara, Inami, Ayel, Damaliftim, or if the blood had been brought into the Kodesh, Basrevi, you would burn it. So what do you see here? That you see a raya from here that if meat leaves the azara or, or kachim kalim leaves Yerushalayim, you go and you burn it. So where it says like this, Bish that's good. Um, uh, we have a good source that we burn meat that became tummy because gal rechmana bekachim kalim because that pasuk there is talking about a shlamim and a shlamim is kachim kalim. So therefore, well, that's how we know that kachim kalim gets burnt. However, so kolsh came kachim kachim, right? And if obviously if kachim kalim gets burnt for becoming tummy, certainly kachim kachim as well. But what about the case of leaving the boundary of the Azara? That case, Moshe was questioning Aaron was a chattas. A chattas is kachay kachim. So you see, you have a raya that kachay kachim is burnt if it is taken out of the Azara. But kachim kalim, you can't apply a halacha from kachay kachim, which is more strict, to kachim kalim, which is more lenient. So then how do you know the carbon Pesach, which is kachim kalim, gets burnt if it's taken out of the makayim, uh, uh, out of its, out of its uh, designated area? And furthermore, hadatanya. We learned in, in a brisa that Londama, regarding any type of carbon, if the blood was left overnight, Nishbach Dama, the blood was spilled, Yatsa Dama Chutzakloim, or if the blood was taken outside of the Kloim, outside of the curtains of the Mishkan, the Kaimalam Bisreva. All these cases, it goes to Sreva, Minolan. How do we know this? How do we know in all these cases that Sreva is appropriate if the blood was taken out or the blood was spilled? All these, we need a source. Where it says, Nafkalamid Rip Shimon. We can learn it out from Shimon and Titania. Because we learned in the Bible, of Shimon Oimer, Bakoidesh, it says, Bakoidesh, within the holy, Bayishti Sarif, you burn it with fire. Right, so the full Pasuk there is, the whole Chattas, any Chattas that you brought the blood into the Yol Mayet, the Chabra Bakoidesh, Loisayachel Bayishti Sarif. Right, so if you brought it in, you're not allowed to eat it, you have to burn it. Now, Limeid al Chattas, so the Pasuk here is teaching us about a Chattas that became Pasuk, Shesrefafa Bakoidesh, that it's burned in the Azara. So, okay, so I only have a case of a chatas that gets burnt in the Azara. Sharp suli kachi kachim. What about these other types of kachim kachi kachim that became pasal, like an oila? They mure kachi kalim, and also they murim of the kachim kalim that became pasal minayin. How do I know that you burn them in the chatzar? Tamaloimar vechol. It says the word vechol. Vechol chatas. So vechol is bakoydish beishti sarif. So vechol means any type of carbon that became pasal, you burn it. So that right now seems to be the source. But the Gemara says, okay, Ashkechan Kachi Kachim, Kachim Kanim Minalam. But that's all talking about a Chatos. So I can apply it from a Chatos to an Oila, to, a, to an Asham. But how do I know for Kachim Kalim? 
says, The halacha is that anything that becomes possible by Kaidish, Bisrefa is burnt. It doesn't matter if it's Kachim Kalim or Kachim Kachim. How do we know this? Gemara says here it's a. It's a um, it's a halachah mashmi sinai the chatas the iron and the reason why the Torah is telling us the details about iron's chatas mishemaisa shayikachayyah that's just the way it happened that's the, the that's the way that was the line of questioning that Moshe asked Aaron but you don't have a raya from there of what the halachah would be it's just a it's halachah mashmi sinai for kachim kachim and for kachim kalim then the Gemara says like this latana devei rabba baravua according to the tana of rabba baravua the Amar who said afilu pigel ton ibertsura. He said, this was one of the extremes. This extreme was that even the most ex- egregious psilbegufai, like pigle, is burned, is, yeah, you can't burn it right away, you have to wait for ubat sarasa. So according to him, that you need ubat sarasa before the animal is burnt, minolan. How do you know that you have to wait? So he says, yalaf avan avan minasar. He learns avan avan from noisar, that just like by noisar it says avan, and obviously noisar you wait overnight, the animal's kept overnight. Because that, in order to become nice, it has to be kept overnight. So too, pigle, you keep it overnight, you wait until it changes color, and then you burn it. Why don't we learn oven oven from Aaron's chatos? That, that what? It says over there by Aaron also, the word avon. It says, Over there by Aaron's chatos, it says the word oven. And over there by Aaron, it was burnt right away. So maybe we should learn the other way that you burn it right away, pigle. He would tell you, in a case like Aaron's chatos, in future generations, you would also need Ubat Sarasa. I, so why did Aaron burn it right away? Why didn't he keep it over, uh, wait for Ubat Sarasa? So over there was Irasha, it was a special halacha for that time. But even Aaron's chatos in the future would be burnt, not right away, but rather after Ubat Sarasa. Now that we said Now that we said that all psulim, how do you know you burn it? So then my whole original starting point of how do you know that you burn it is right, which was said, I believe that was said by Kamachatos. So why do I need that for? So the Gemara says, That's teaching you that you know where you burn it, you burn it in the base of Mikdash. But why do I need the other pasuk that says that any meat that touches something another pasuk about burning in meat I'm sorry, burning meat in fire that pasuk itself is needed to teach the burning of the meat itself. Why? Because even though that we have that puzzle meat gets burned, but that's only, I'm going to see in a minute, I would only think that it's, again, the Allah HaMashim I didn't say that Tamei meat gets burnt. The Allah HaMashim I said, Puzzle meat gets burnt. But what is the definition of Puzzle meat? Now, L'Chaira, Tamei meat is Puzzle meat. But we'll see in a minute that we might have thought that the Allah HaMashim was limited to only other types of Psul that only apply to Kabanos. But if you have a Psul that could apply to Chulin as well, like Tuma. Tuma applies to Chulin just like it applies to Hagdish. So maybe that psul you don't burn. What's an example of a psul that doesn't apply? So example, pigle. There's no concept of pigle by Chulin. Um, noisar. There's no concept of noisar by, 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 by Chulin. So maybe only those psul that Allah HaMashmi Sinai is telling you, you burn. So, and therefore, you needed another puzzle to teach you Tuma. Let's see it inside. I might have said, When it says all types of psuli kodesh, for example, the blood was left overnight, the blood was spilled, the yatsa dama, the blood was taken out of the boundary. Again, all things that only apply to hegdish. The shechita was done at night, the besreifa, that all these are burnt. The last nubachulin, because these psulin don't apply to chulin. But a case of nidla, the chulin, right? 
Tame chul and meat could also become tame. Emo hayol v'savit be oivdin dechol. Since you treated it like chulin, emo loy to buy sreifa. You don't need to burn it. The tizgila bekvura, just bury it. Mar says kamash v'lan that no, the pasuk is teaching you that even tame meat, hegdish meat that became tame, has to be burnt. Nitmo abay l'moishemais is almost done. Nitmo abay l'moishemais su tu betzaras. We said if the owners became tame or died, you wait until. The appearance changes and then you burn it. And then Rabbi Yechim Abreka said that no, you also burn this one. So Rabbi Yosef, what's the Machlegis? Machlegis shenimu ba'ilam achaz rika. Machlegis is where the owners became tame or they died after the zrika was done. Why? Because at the time that the zrika was done, the meat was good because the guy was still alive or the guy was tar. But if the ba'ilam became tame before zrika, where the meat was never fit, everyone's going to agree, even the first shita, which I don't remember who it was, but I'm calling him the Tanakama. Even the Tanakama will agree that you burn the meat right away, like Rabbi, and, and, and because there it's a psul begufay. Mace face, the Gemara has a problem with this, because the Gemara, the Brysa says, Zakhal, this is the rule, call Shapsula begufay, any psul that's beguf, you serve me yad, then you burn it right away. Bedama bailim, but if it's not, it's, it's, it's um, from outside, from somewhere else, for example, it's a, it's a psul in the blood, the blood wasn't thrown properly, or bailim, the owner became tame, or die. Then you wait for the appearance to change. And then you burn it. Only then you burn it. Now, now over here, it's comparing owners to blood. What's the, what's the implication? Just like the soul of blood has to happen before Zrika, because after the Zrika, we don't care about the blood. It doesn't matter what happens to the blood. You only need the blood until you do the Zrika. So after the Zrika, the blood is meaningless. You don't have to worry about it. So too, the comparison must be that owners also, we only care before Zrika. So what do you see here? That even an owner before Zrika, you still have to wait for Ubat to Ubatsarasa. And and yet we said that 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 uh, everyone's gonna agree that if the owner became tummy before, everyone's gonna agree you burn it. Well then who does this price go like? The Brahsa says that even if the owners became tummy before, or the Brahsa implies that even if the owners became tummy before, you would still uh, wait for to Ubatsarasan. Sigmar says, you're right, I have to change what Rabbi Yosef said. El Yitmar Hachiyatmar. If Rabbi Yosef said anything, this is what he said. Machlaikh is where the owners became tummy before the Zrika. Because over there, the meat was never fit to be eaten. It's like a psubaguf. But if the owners became tummy after the Zrika, where the meat already was muttered to eat, everybody's going to agree that that psul is coming from somewhere else. Even Rabbi Yosef will agree that. The meat has to wait for Utubat Sarasan to be burnt because it's not of Sobeguf. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, but Rabbi Yochanan said, that they arguing even whether if the owner became tummy or died, that they're arguing even whether you burn it right away, even after the Zrika. Rabbi Yochanan follows his own reasoning, because Rabbi Yochanan said that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi said the same thing. Rabbi Yochanan and is that which we just said? Right? That you burn right away, even in the case where the owner became Tommy and, and the Zrika was already done. Reb Nechemya Mahi, what's the source of Reb Nechemya that Reb Yochanan, the Amoira Reb Yochanan was referring to? Titania, we, we saw a brayser, Reb Nechemya, Reb Nechemya says, Why was Aaron's chatas burnt, as I said at the starting point? Because of Aninus, right? That him and his sons were anointed. Oine. Oine is somebody who the mace wasn't buried yet. They had, not even a view, dead, but not buried, so they were anointed. That's why it says, in other words, that's why Aaron, when he's talking to Moshe, it says, Something like this happened to me. Had I eaten the meat of the chatas, would Hashem have been happy? That was Aaron's response. So over there, that's why he uses the Lashon of Ko'ele, meaning that I'm anointed. Now Aaron's Aninas happened when? 
happened after the Zrika. Okay? I'm sorry. It happened before the Zrika. A second. Let me get this clear. Okay, here's what the, what the Gemara is saying. V'ha Aninus, Aaron's Aninus was like Kalacha Zrika Havya, was like after Zrika. In other words, even though they were an Oinin before the Zrika, but the carbon was really good. So that's the equivalent of having a, of having a psal after the zrika, because like we said, a psal after the zrika doesn't passel. So Aaron's aninus, Aaron and his sons aninus before the zrika was the equivalent of a psal after the zrika. And yet, when Aaron, when did Aaron burn it? His quote unquote psal after the zrika equivalent was burnt right away. So what do you see here? That Rabbi Yehuda holds that if you have a psal that's that, that came after Zrika, you're going to burn it right away, and that's what Rabbi Yehuda was referring to when he said Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi said the same thing. Let's just finish up to the Mishnah. A couple more lines. Rabbi Moisef after Rabbi Yosef Rabbi adds Rabbi Yosef also holds that if the owners became tummy after the Zrika, the meat is burned. Tanya, we have a bris. Rabbi Yosef Glili, Rabbi Yosef Glili says, "Kol inyan kula." The entire topic was only talking about. Uh, um, bulls and goats that are burnt. It's telling you that you have to burn it in the in the Azara with the um, uh, by the base habira. Um, um, and also to give a loisa say for eating them. How do you know that if you bring the blood of an animal of a chatos rather into the kaddish kaddish that becomes possible? It says from from Aaron to Moshe, "Hey, Lehuva is Damayel Kadosh Pinim." I know it from that pasuk. Michalal. So Rabbi Yosi Yaglili is saying that the pasuk is implying the nafikihi that if it had gone out of the boundary, inami ayodam, or if the blood had gone in b'sreifa, that it would be b'sreifa. So we see here that Rabbi Yosi Yaglili is equating Aaron's chatos with all chatos in later generations and saying that just like Aaron's was burned right away, so too others would be burned right away. Rabbi Yochanan Savar, so, so, so why did Rabbi Yochanan not include Rabbi Yochanan We just said here that Rabbi adds Rabbi Yochanan to the list of those that would say that such a soul gets burnt right away. So why did Rabbi Yochanan not list him? Rabbi Yochanan Savar, Damu Basar Chadamilsi, the blood and the basar are the same thing, part of the animal. But the owners are different. The owners different. So just because the dumb was brought inside or the meat was taken outside of the boundary, over there you would burn the animal, right? You would burn the meat right away. But over here, when you're dealing with Balim, when you're dealing with the Balim, it's not necessarily the same thing. It could be Rabbi Yosek Lili would argue and is saying, no, if the Psul is with the Balim, I don't agree with you. We don't see anywhere from Yosek Lili's words what he would hold with regards to a Psul in the Balim. It could be if the Baal became Tommy or the Baal died, the owners of this carbon died, he would argue, we would say, no, you have to wait for to Ubat Sarasan. Okay, let's stop here.